relationship Thursday. Welcome to another beautiful episode of your relationship not gets it on oh, no, me. And the voice you're listening to is still that of your one and only host of this beautiful podcast on Ome or Machola. How are you guys doing today? I mean, so that was Ejika that we had there as an intro. I mean, I, I, I love that song so much. I love it so much. Ejika, it's, the beat is so perfect. You know, the lyrics is so perfect. You know, some people said the song was sung for, for a mother, you know, and then some people can actually say it to be a love song too. So it was, you know, depending on the situation or the scenario, you like to play the song too. But to me, I think it's actually applicable to everybody, be it your partner or your mother or your father, you know, <laughs> whichever, right? You get your gist. <laughs> Guys, today I'm super excited to be again today. Like, you know, I always say, and it's not something like, it's not a cliche, right? It's the truth. I actually do absolutely love coming here every Thursday and I do not take it for granted. Thank you for always listening to me, guys. I do not take it for granted. And yeah, welcome to another episode of your relationship Thursday. Woo! Okay, guys. So, what do I have for you guys today? I actually do not intend to spend too much time here. So, I hope we're able to quickly dive into what I have for you guys today. And in the next 30 minutes, you should be done, right? So, today I want to talk about reasons why people fall out of love. Reasons why people fall out of love. Because you see, some people say, ah, I. I used to love him. I fell in love with him, but you know, I don't know why I. It's like I don't feel anything for him anymore. You know, I'll be starting this with the punchline my pastor threw about some Sundays back. My pastor said something around. My pastor said something around the fact that you know you are meant to walk in love. You are not meant to fall in love because when you fall in something, it's like you were not standing to start with. How does that sound to you? <laughs> so when you say you fall in love, you know. Pastor said the right word should be you're walking in love, right? So I will say that I will be starting with that. Okay, when you fall in love, well, just to understand where I'm coming from and where I'm going, I'll be using the word fall in love and fall out of love because that is what actually, you know, we're familiar with. So why do people fall out of love? Like, why does it seem like uh, you love someone when you started out and as we were going or probably when you were friends, you actually love him or you love her? But, you know, as you started dating and, you know, two months now, three months now, it's as though your love for him is actually deteriorating, you know, it was never what you were expecting to see, you know, when you, when you started out with him, you were expecting that, okay, as I go on with this person, I'll continue to love him more and more, I'll continue to love her more and more, but as it is now, it's like, um, I I practically do not love him anymore. So what is really going wrong? So that is what I'll practically be talking about 11 points that I have with me here that could be the possible reasons why people seem to fall out of love. And I feel that, you know, a lot of relationships that are broken could have worked out if, you know, they actually have a knowledge of what I'm about to talk about. So I feel this topic is what everybody should listen to. If you have someone that is in that shoe, you never can tell when you need it. But I feel it's someone, it's something everybody should actually get familiar with to know, even if you are not falling out of love, as the case may be, it's important to listen to this podcast so that you know how to, you know, top up your love game with your partner. Do you understand? So that your love life, this, the, the feelings you have for each other and how much you feel about him will not be a thing of history. Do you understand? So that is what I'll be talking about today. So guys, shall we? Are you ready? 
Are you ready? Are you ready? Shall we? Are you ready? Are we? Are we ready? Are we ready? <laughs> okay, so the first point I have here is uh, the number one reason I have why you probably fall out of love is because you probably do not love him or her to start with. Yeah, so how does that sound? <laughs> so you probably do not love him or her to start with. I'm not saying you don't feel something for him, but I'm saying that you you probably you thought you love him, but then you never did because a lot of times you actually have some misconceptions about love, like what you think love should be. But then when you think about it or when you actually interact with knowledge that, you know, that is, of course, more superb than what you used to know, you realize that what you think love is, is actually not what love is. So when I'm talking about, um, you probably think you love him to start with, but you do not love him. I'm actually, I'm actually right because a lot of people believe that love is about feeling sparked for someone. They, they believe that, you know, the moment he understands you and you understand him, and then it's like he shares in your dreams. He understands your aspirations. He knows where you're coming from. In fact, you told him about your past and he understands perfectly. So then you are good to go. And then anytime you see him, he's like, you know. You are just on top of the world. You just want to spend every moment of your time with him because it's just too perfect for you, right? Some people even be like, I know, I know, I know, I know humans are not perfect, but you are very close to perfection. You know, you are so perfect for me, right? Because that was what you actually felt that uh, is what love is all about. As beautiful as these things might sound, as beautiful or as important they might be, that is not actually all about love, right? Loving someone is about loving the person for who they are, loving them with the all of their being, with their totality, with everything they are made up of, their weakness inclusive, because I've realized that as time goes on, you know, reasons why it seems like we do not love people anymore the way we claim to is because we tend to now start to know them more. We, we tend to now get to know them more. You know, some people will be like, it's better to know some people afar because you respect them from afar. But when you get deep down to really know who they are, you feel like, huh, I thought you were actually better than this. Do you understand? That is C-finish. Do you understand? There's a way when you get closer to someone, it makes you see the weakness of that person. And when you see people's weakness, it's actually possible. You judge them based on that because that is how we are as humans. Do you understand? A lot of times we even tend to get more focused about people's weakness than we appreciate, you know, their strengths. Do you understand? Because the weakness communicates somehow. It, like, there's a way it, it speaks to you and then it just resonated with you. It eats you differently. And then you just feel like, okay, so this is what this person really is. And then it starts to affect the way you see them. It starts to affect the way you feel about them. So when I'm saying you probably do not love that person, I'm saying probably what you actually felt was love to you might not was not really the true love. Yeah, so you you actually did not have in mind everything you, you were seeing him, you know, portraying right now. So you, you, you've actually gotten closer to him and now you can see his weakness. And then you never had the understanding that when you love someone, you're meant to love them for who they are. You're not trying to change them. Change them. So the relationship you are meant to be enjoying, you're not enduring it because, you know, now you're seeing another person entirely from who you started out with. Do you understand? So love is actually... Um, not about the sparkles or the sparks <laughs> or the butterflies in that sense. Love is about you loving that person. The weakness inclusive, loving the person for who, for who he or she is and, you know, accepting that person for who he or she is. Not, you know, entering that relationship because you wanted to see or because you wanted to, you wanted to you just start out with them and as time goes on, you're going to change them. 
Do you understand? So that is the number one point. Number two is, uh, you were probably not convinced that it was him or her to start with. Yes, you know, so um, a lot of people actually start relationship because um, they were not convinced actually that it was him. You know, when we're talking about relationship as far as Christianity is concerned, there's a place of conviction. So you know how God speaks to you, right? So some people say it's peace of mind. Yeah, as, as much as I love peace of mind, I, I would like to say that you might actually need to get some other confirmation when it comes to issues that has to do with relationship or love. I'm telling you, yeah, because... I've seen a lot of people say I have I had peace and then as time goes on when it started out they start losing all that peace they had so what really happened was it that I don't have peace I'm just trying to say that you know it is important to get convinced as much as possible that this is the person I want to do life with so it's not a game of uh, try, uh, try and error like okay I just want to try him out and see if it work out right so it's not like that you are really convinced that he's the one for you like come what me you are the one for me so you're already going into that relationship prepared that this is the person God has said, you know, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with and I'm ready to give it all it takes to actually make it work. So I understand the father is not perfect. I understand the father that is human. I understand the father that, you know, he can make some mistake. I understand, but I'm ready to love him, you know, for who he is. And, you know, together we work on ourselves to become better. That is what it means to be convinced about the person you are going to do your life with. When I started out with my partner, he told me there is no breaking up here because it's so certain I'm the one. And when I started out, so I had my confirmations. I had, I had my confirmations everywhere, everywhere. Because actually, when starting out, I had reasons to doubt our relationship. I had reasons based on what I actually I was actually expecting in a man, you know. I had reasons to actually doubt him. So I needed a lot of confirmation. So, and I got that. So when I was saying yes, I said, and yeah, it, it was my first relationship. I mean, first and last, God, God, God willing, right? So I had this mindset that I was never going to, you know, try this relationship thing with any other person. God said, God already told me he's the one. So, I mean, and the father I know doesn't lie, right? So if you work with him, if you really do work with God and you are convinced, not because... Uh, you just want to form conviction, but you are truly convinced. I can assure you that it won't lead you aright. God is not ready to talk with your mind. He's not ready to play this game of uh, go and hurt your feelings with you. So a lot of times we, we think we do hear God. A lot of times we actually thought we heard God. But the point is we actually did not hear him. Do you understand? So that is why it's very important to have this uh, work with God as believers. So you're not second guessing your way through life. So you're not saying, I think he's the one. Uh, that shows you're not sure. So when someone is asking you, you know, what, what was your conviction like? What was your journey like? What did God tell you about your partner? And then you're like, I think he's actually the one. Then you're not convinced when you're still thinking. But when you can say, yes, he's the one. God told me he's the one. It will be diff it, 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 will, it will just be difficult for you to just, you know, end that relationship or fall out of love in that sense because you started out to actually give it everything it takes to love him more by the day. Do you understand? It takes hard work and it takes this kind of conviction to really be decisive or be bent on your decision of putting those or, or putting that hard work to really make your relationship work. Do you get the gist? So that is the second point. Okay, so permit me to plug my phone now. Yeah. Phone is kind of low. <laughs> okay, so guys, I'm still here.
Okay, so we'll be talking about the third point now. Okay, so we can go ahead now. So I'm talking about the third point, which is um, you probably had expectations that, you know, when you started out, but unfortunately your partner could not meet, right? So you had expectations that unfortunately your partner could not meet. Yeah, so sorry about that. Yeah, I think I'm good now. <laughs> I do not want the phone to just die. <laughs> you know, it can be so stressful after talking for about 30 minutes or 45 minutes. And you're realizing your phone is dead. God. <laughs> okay, guys, so I'm talking about you had expectations before you started out. That's the third point, you know. But unfortunately, you could not, he could not meet your expectations, you know. <laughs> we actually have a list. You know, when going to a relationship, especially ladies, this is what I want in a, in a man. He must be tall, he must be dark, he must be handsome, he must, you know, be very industrious, he must be able to lead me, he must be spiritually sound. Do you understand? A lot of expectations, which are beautiful. There's nothing wrong with you having expectations, but I'm saying that, you know, a lot of times, I've spoken about this before, so we might really need to catch up with that. I spoke about uh, expectations really not coming from the right motive. You know, when your expectations are not are, are not are not giving birth to from the right motive, it might actually be difficult for you to because a lot of times we, we, we actually we build our relationship around our expectations. And when you ask people why do you have this expectation? Not because God told them to have it, not because the expectation is really, really necessary. They just want to have the expectation because they have their own fantasies they want to meet. In that kind of situations, your expectations might be wrong. Right, but there's nothing really wrong and absolutely wrong with having expectations. I I had expectations before I entered my relationship. I just spoke about that earlier. Do you understand? But you know, sometimes, or let me say, a lot of times, the reasons why you probably fall out of love was that you had expectations in your mind about this man, right? That even probably was not like that before you met him, but you hope that along the line is going to become that kind of person so you had a lot of expectations for him as far as that even for your relationship but as time goes on you now realize that this man is not actually making effort this baby is not make, making effort to actually you know to actually you know it's like what i what i saw before i entered this relationship it's not clear anymore because this is second year with him. This is the third year with him. And it's like, he's not getting it. He's still not getting it. It's like your expectations are being cut short. Do you understand? So a lot of times when we have expectations that are not being met, it tends to, you know, it tends to um, resort to hunger for that person. When you say that person, you just hate that person. Instead of you to love that person, it becomes difficult for you to love that person because you feel like, why is it that this person is not getting me? Why is it that? Then you even go back to God so bitter and angered, you know. I feel like, God, this was not what you told me. After you told me he's going to become a pastor. But we've been together for the past four years. And this guy, I literally still force him out of the bed to have his devotion. What is really going wrong? Do you understand? So when you have expectations that when, probably when you started out with him, he doesn't really know how to dress, but then you're expecting that as time goes on, you know, you have impact on him and then it will get better with his dressing. But as time goes on, the guy doesn't change. You've tried your best 
You even got some outfit for him or her. You know, you just did everything. For some people, the lady could not cook, you know, but then you were expecting as time goes on, you're going to enroll her in a, in, a, in a catering school. And then probably you paid each month to enroll her, but the girl was never serious about it. And then three years down the line, still, she still could not cook. And to you, it was not really because you married her just to cook for you, but, but you feel like, okay, at least she should be able to cook. She should be able to cook for you and your born ch children and even your in-laws and your family members when they come around visit do you understand so there are a lot of expectations you could have you know been watching out for in your partner but as time goes on he or she could not meet up with those expectations and because of that you start you know you start <laughs> you just start your love for him just starts you know deteriorating you don't love him or her the way you used to and then as time goes on you feel like i can't do it anymore i'm done right yeah, so that could actually be the reasons. I'm I'm really here to tell you the reasons why people possibly fall out of love. So if you're in that category, I'm very sure that you will find for some people it's just a point. For some people it might be two or three points. For some people it might be all the points. I'm serious. <laughs> might be all the points. Like yes, yes, yes. I think that's it. So the fourth point I have here with me is you you probably lack knowledge. So <laughs> of course I'm not trying to abuse you. I'm not trying to abuse anyone. But so you probably lack knowledge. When I'm when I say knowledge, I'm saying that, you know, I've seen a lot of people who enter a relationship with, you know, basically no knowledge of what a relationship is all about. They enter the relationship with the mindset of um, you know, my relationship is a canva that I'm meant to write out myself. So it's not like my relationship is a template of any other person's relationship. So there is no point learning from people. Or, you know, about their relationship or stuff like that. Do you understand? A lot of you, I've seen quite a number of people like that, that they enter a relationship without knowledge of what relationship is all about. They don't even care to learn. They don't want to learn. They just want to go into the relationship and face their own relationship the way it is and undo it the way they can. Do you understand? So if that is the situation, it might be possible for you to fall out of love quickly because you do not have the sustainable knowledge to sustain your love for your partner. It is very, very important because I tell you, in relationship, knowledge is much more powerful, really, than that spark uh, sparkling love that you have or that butterflies that you have. Knowledge is very, very, very important and very powerful. Yeah, and that's why the Bible was saying that my people, you know, perishes because of lack of knowledge. It is true. So a lot of relationships are dying because of lack of knowledge. If you had known how to best relate uh, relate with that situation, you know, you don't prepare for the battle at the battlefield. You prepare for the battle before you go out there to fight. So when you wait until you start having those challenges in your relationship before you start preparing for them, you're already late. <laughs> you're already late. So that is what knowledge is all about. Knowledge gives you a prior knowledge. It gives you a foresight into what you might, okay, you might not be experiencing now, but are liable to happen in the future. So you prepare your mind against them. So peradventure those things happen. You are not caught, you know, unaware. You know what to do because you already acquired the right knowledge that will keep you in track. Do you get it? So knowledge is very, very important. That is why you should, you know, enroll in coaching, in coaching, you know, you should enroll. You should have a mentor. You should have spiritual parents over you. you. should have leaders over you. You should have mentors. You should read books. You should see videos. There are a lot of people you can... Uh, not so much, though. <laughs> there are not so much relationship mentors, but there are a lot of profound mentors or relationship coaches you can really follow, follow and listen to what they say that can really be of great help to your relationship. 
and I make my boast in God. Seriously, God has graced me to be one of them. Yeah. So, and other mentors, we have uh, Pastor Kingsley, we have Pastor Midred, we have quite a number of them. We have relationship and marriage, uh, you know, on IG. You know, we have quite a number of them. We have Tolu, Miss Tolu, you know, um, we have quite a number of them, beautiful sites that you can really learn. We have uh, uh, TME, the Mrs. Aaron. We have um, uh, Mr. Mewa Dekun. A lot of people that you can actually follow. Do you understand? When it comes to relationship, we have beautiful families out there that you can actually... I'm not saying it should be the relationship, you know. I mean, it should just be the, as the way you are carrying it from the relationship. You are, you are placing it to your own relationship. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that even though your relationship is particular to you, there is nothing wrong in you learning, you know, what others are doing right and try to inculcate same things, same thing in your relationship to make it more rosy, to make it more beautiful. For instance, now, I understand the father, okay, probably you're not the type that doesn't, you know, you don't cherish buying gifts for your partner. I mean, a lady now, a lot of ladies, we are this uh, side of, I just want to be receiving, you know, you believe that the ladies are meant to be pampered. But the guy, you just you just want him to just keep giving you, buy you gifts. Gifts is your love language. So you just want to keep re receiving gifts. But there was never a time just thought of, okay, what can I get for this guy? Do you understand? But then you see another couples that partners in relationship that are doing really well. And then you see the guy with a beautiful wristwatch and you were just trying to compliment him. I love your wristwatch. And it was like, oh, my babe got it for me. You, that is a lesson there that okay so why is it i've never thought about getting my baby gift okay okay let me go out there and get him something it's not really about having a lot of money it's about the thoughts that fuels your you know your action so it is more about what the thoughts that actually give birth to what you did not really about the gift do you understand so when you give someone gift it is communicating to them that i love you i value you. you're always in my mind so as i was coming i saw that thing and i felt it's going to look good on you because i have you in mind always that is what gift means that me personally gift is my primary love language i love gifts because when you give me gifts i tend to see beyond what you're giving me i see a lot of thoughts that has actually gone into you giving that gift. So I cherish those gifts so much. And anytime I just set my eyes on that gift, I remember you. So I love gifts so much. Do you understand? So uh, guys may, are meant to be pampered too. They want peace of mind. They want happiness. They want joy. So we should not hold all these things away from them. All because of, you know, fair, we are feminine. Uh, we, are the, we, are the, we, are, we are the we are the feminist here. And then we are the one that's, you know, all this. I don't understand, Sha. But I believe you understand what I'm trying to say. I really want to run. <laughs> so the fifth one I have here is... Uh, why you probably fall out of love was because some things or some things changed that you probably were not expecting or you did not see coming. Yeah. So probably before you started out with him, there were a lot, there were some things that communicated love to you. There were some actions of ease or her that communicated love to you. But as time goes on, he stopped doing those things or she stopped doing those things. And then your love language was not communicated anymore. And then you feel like, okay, I don't love him anymore. That means your love was not actually based on the fact that you really love him. Your love was actually based on the fact that he was actually doing those things for you to start with. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he should not continue doing them or she should not, right? I'm not saying that uh, it's not actually a good thing if he continue doing them. I'm just saying that, you know, love sometimes, you know, I wrote a post on relationship ableism. I want to catch up with it that... You know, your relationship is not about what you give, it's about how you serve. It is about service.
you understand? So you are doing the things you are doing not because you are obligated to in that sense, or you are trying to prove a point, or you want to you, you you want to you want to score a point, so that I will know that I'm a good man or I'm a good woman. You are doing it because you are truly serving him. You are truly serving God through your relationship. You are doing it because you see it as a privilege. You are doing it because you know that it is a privilege to be serving this woman, and I want to do it with the whole of me. Do you understand? So when you have that kind of mindset, and then probably some things change. For instance, the guy used to call you 10 times in a day when he was actually trying to, you know, <laughs> to, <laughs> to ask you out in relationship. <laughs> so the guy is always calling you 10 times. You know, the guy can subscribe for you before you ask for subscription. He's always doing it. Before you ask for anything, he's always doing it. Before you, in fact, if you cannot cook three times in a day, the guy does not have any issues with it. Do you understand? And God help you, you don't like cooking as well. So the guy is always ordering dinner for you, breakfast and lunch. Like, he's, and because of that, you just feel so in love with him. I'm talking from personal experience here. So <laughs> I'm really talking from personal experience. So, and then, you know, the guy's just doing everything. And to you, that is your communication of love. But then when you started out, the guy got busy. The guy's already in love with you, right? I mean, the guy already, you know, he's already in love with you. I mean, you guys, you already said yes. <laughs> so the guy got busy. Of course, probably he's always been busy, but now he got busy. And then he started calling like once or twice in a day. Right? It's possible. And that might actually be the kind of person he is. It might not be the calling type, but because... He wanted to communicate to you that I needed you at that point in time. That was why he was calling, calling, calling. So while he was calling, he was actually putting extra effort. And you, all your definition of love was the fact that he calls you like five times in a day. So now that you've said yes, and the guy has come back to his normal self, not because he doesn't love you anymore. So he's just calling like once or twice in a day. Sometimes he's even calling like after 11. I'm talking from experience. I know what I'm saying, right? I'm practically talking about my relationship here, right? So I want to make it realistic as much as possible. Sometimes my fiance calls me around past 11. I'm sleeping already. You know, sometimes for, at, at first I was I was angry. I was like, okay, why are you calling me at these odd hours? You know, I'm sleeping. You know, I will be sleeping by now. You know, I need to rest. You know, I had a stressful day. But as time goes on, I realize that I'm always in the mind of this man and he's busy too. So why can't I call him even if he's not calling me? Why can't I check up on him? Okay, when I knew that I was about going to bed, why didn't I put up my call, pick up my call, uh, my phone and call him? Guy, I've not heard your voice since morning. I hope you're fine. I was work today. I just want to say good night because, you know, I'm about to sleep. I love you so much. And um, I hope to see you tomorrow. I hope to hear, you know, and I started, all these people start teaching me some things. I started learning some things from my mentors, from people I follow. And I, and I realized that, okay, so this is what love is all about. Love is actually coming to accept this person for who he is. Because as I've spoken about a lot of times, he has promised to change. But he just never change. He never, he never changes. Do you understand? So I feel like I, the earlier I accept this, the better for me. And I tell you, when I started accepting it, that was when it started getting better. A lot of times, you know, you change people by your actions. Actions speak louder than voice. That is actually true. It's actually true, especially in relationship. A lot of times, if you want to correct something in your relationship, you show it to your partner. And a smart guy or a smart babe, we understand, we catch the signal that this is what this babe is trying to say. And we adjust. Do you get? So probably a lot of things happen. Like, as I was saying, so when he was trying to hack me out, I never liked to cook. But he never saw it. He believed that probably I love to cook because he can practically order my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner for me. I should I should be eating. 
I was not this part. It wasn't I met him that, you know, I started adding with because I had everything. Someone's always pampering me with food, with junks, name it, ice cream, shawarma, everything. But when we got, when we got, you know, engaged, that we started dating for real, they just started telling me that I need to start cooking. You cannot be buying food out all the time. You need to start cooking. I was like, I don't like how to cook. So you need to put some effort to cooking. It was a, it was like hot fight between us. I'm serious. Got a time that I was like, guy, you saw me like this before you came to me. And it was like, you used to cook then. I said, I, I actually do not used to cook. You always order food for me. So it was like, so do you expect me to keep ordering food for you even after we are married? And I was like, God, do you understand? So these are some of the changes that you experience. All these little, little things that you do not pay attention to your relationship. They have the potential to really break relationship. I mean, scatter relationship. Do you understand? So if you understand the father, this is not what this is what love is, and this is not what love is. And even though some changes are happening, you're already, you know, you are trying to give what it takes and to really learn better at how you can deal with those challenges and with those changes. You know, probably you you wouldn't have fell, you wouldn't have fallen out of love, or probably you won't be falling out of love. Do you understand? So this podcast is actually to help you care better with your love life, with your partner. And then, um, you know, I just, I, I believe it will strongly help you. So let me quickly dive into the next point. Purpose misalignment. Purpose misalignment. I know we are believers, right? But I understand the fact that too, we are humans too. So sometimes if you are not careful, when it has to do with our emotions, our love, our relationship, we tend to just overlook some things. Not because purpose is not, you know, you don't understand purpose or purpose is not important to you. But sometimes you actually enter a relationship without you even having a foresight of what your purpose is or having an understanding, even a sneak peek into what your purpose is. I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of people like that. Okay, before I entered my relationship, I had a sneak peek into what my purpose is. I even know what my partner's purpose is. That, that was how I got, you know, it was one of the confirmation I had that this is who it's going to become. Do you understand? So I I have that. Or let me say I had that. I still do. So um, purpose misalignment was not my issue to start with. Because when I wanted to say yes to him, I wrote out <laughs> I wrote notes for him and I asked him to start giving me his responses. And if there's a single no, I mean it. would have, you know, waited for like extra three months. So it gave me yes, and my purpose was one of them. That this is who I, at least what I can see right now that I'm going to become. Are you ready to support me by doing this, doing this, doing this? And he said yes. And to the glory of God, till now, he's been trying. He puts effort daily to support me. That is the man I'm dating. That is the man I've chosen to spend the rest of my life with. I'm telling you that these things take effort. No relationship just to work. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not like a, a, a abracadabra or something. You know, just, people just want to fall in love and just want it to work like that. It doesn't happen that, that way. It does not at all. So I'm just trying to tell you that, you know, purpose misalignment is real. So there are some people that before you enter a relationship, you probably do not know your purpose, which I'm not condemning or judging you. In fact, I don't want to say there's nothing wrong with that, but because, right? But I'm trying to say I'm not judging you at all, right? If that's the case, I'm not judging you, right? I'm not judging you. So if that is the case for you, probably you now started your relationship along the line. And then along the line, you now got to realize your purpose or you now got to know your purpose. And um, <laughs> you now realize that the guy too, 
is getting closer to his purpose, is getting to know who he is, and then your purpose doesn't align. Or probably the guy or the babe does not even know his or her purpose yet. But because you know your purpose and you're trying to just tell this person that this is who you want to become, or this is who God is telling you you will be, or this is who God is training you to be, but the guy could not relate, or the guy cannot relate. And the guy is like, okay, I don't think um, I will allow this. You know, I'll prefer a woman that walks two for seven, that goes out there to look for something and come back. And then you're like, guy, that is not my way. This is what God is telling me. And he just seems not to not to understand. Or she just seems not to understand. And he or she is not ready to support you. That might be a great issue. And that might be your reason for falling out of love. Purpose, misalignment. The guy, no matter how hard you try to just communicate to him that this is what God is telling you about you. He just, he just doesn't understand. She just doesn't understand. Or probably, okay, you guys now, the two of you now understand your purpose, which you actually did not before you started out. But now that you understand, there's no alignment. It's just like the two of you cannot work together. It's actually possible. So purpose and misalignment is a very big deal. The next point why you possibly fall out of love is you probably think that you deserve better. You probably think or feel you deserve better. I've seen quite a number of people like that. They'll be like, why in that relationship, probably the guy is doing some things or the lady is doing some things that you're not happy about or you're not contented with. You just feel like, I think I deserve better. I, I think I need someone that can love me better. Well, the moment you start thinking like that, you are it might actually make you fall out of love. Yes. So if you like you deserve better, there's someone out there that can love you better, that can treat you better, that can that can take care of you better, that can understand you better, that can deal with you better than him. You just feel like it's not enough. Right? <laughs> and, and and that is I wrote a, a, a confession this morning and it's it makes so much sense to me that I I I, I agree with God on the fact that he attested that I am good. The Bible says when he when he was done creating everything, he said he looked at everything he created and he, he attested to the father that men, all these things are good. So the Bible attested to the father, I'm good. So I'm good enough for my partner. I'm good enough for him. It's a strong confession. I never want to get to that stage of my life, you know, or we never want to get to that stage of our life. You know, when he feels like I'm not good enough for him or when I feel like I deserve someone better, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to deserve someone better. He's good enough. He's, he's my best do you understand? As long as God is at the center of this relationship and we still have God and God is still living, leading us to each other. And, you know, God has established this relationship and he keeps confirming that to me and him daily. Then he's good enough for me. So when you start to think that I think I deserve better, that might actually be your reason for falling out of love. Sweet art. So I don't want to talk too much about it, but I believe you got the point already. So the next point is... um. You are probably falling out of love because you started out, um, okay, you started out your relationship on the basis of trying or trial and error in the sense that you actually started out to try out the relationship if it will work out or not. Hey, I've seen a lot of relationships like that. Now, okay, I just want to say yes, you know, and I just want to see how we are going to, how things will be. So uh, let's just try this relationship thing. I've seen a lot of guys though, that came to meet me I say, I just want to date you. I want to go out with you. And then I ask them, why do you want to go out with me? You don't even really know me. I mean, we just met about three weeks ago. And the guy was like, yeah, at least we give it a try. And I was like, guy, I'm not trying anything. How will you say I should be trying my... I should be I should be trying with my life. I should be trying with my future. Are you, are you for real? With my relationship? 
Relationship is not something you now try. Is, is it like a cloth you buy at Dubai? And then you feel like, can I try it? Can I try it on to check if it will size me or not? So your relationship is something you just try on to feel if it will size you or not. Or if it will be fit for you or not. That is not what your relationship is all about. So don't keep trying. So, I'm not angry. I'm not angry, but I just feel you understand me. Seriously, I know I'm shouting right now, but it's necessary. You don't go into a relationship because you want to try if it will work out or not. If you are not convinced that it's the one, please... Calm down. Take your time. Nobody's rushing you. I've seen a lot of ladies that's been waiting for 27 years of your life of their life to be in a relationship. And then you want to go into a relationship with the nonsense. You don't want to do that. You've waited too long to just settle for anything. So if you are sure it's not the one, or if he's telling you, she's telling you that, okay, guy, I just want to try you out. You don't, you're not perfect for me, but I just want to see if this thing will work. Guy, go to someone that really values you and appreciate you for where you are. Not someone that wants to try you out. So enough of this trying and error or try and error relationship. Please. Please. That might actually be your reason for falling out of love. So the next point I have here is um, you might actually be falling out of love because you have a threatening personality very close to you. So what I mean by that is um, probably you have a best friend that is a guy or you have a close friend that is a guy that you know completes you a guy that practically has everything that your partner doesn't have <laughs> like you probably have everything that your partner doesn't have this guy is your go-to when you're when you're fighting with your partner this guy is your go-to when your partner just annoy you and you needed to talk to someone this guy is your go-to when you need someone to flirt with and by flirting, I'm not even saying sleeping with. We need someone to exchange words like, I love you, I miss you, you are my sexy, whatever. You know, it's flirting. So this is a guy that literally understands you when your partner could not. This is a guy that when you're hungry, he knows how to pat you at the back. I'm not talking about even seeing you physically. He, he, don't need to, he doesn't need to see you physically to pat you at the back. But probably on the phone, he can just literally feel him patting you at the back, telling you you'll be fine. You don't think about it too much. What do you need? I'm always here for you. You find solitude with his company. This guy or this babe is a threatening personality. So before you know it, you, you see yourself comparing yourself with him. And then you're like, I think this, this guy is actually better than my partner. Why can't you? And then you have an, a little argument with your partner. And then the next thing you see yourself thinking or voicing out is, why can't you just be like this? There are other guys out there. Guy, babe, you know there are no other You know, it's not like there are other guys. You know, there's this particular guy. Eh? Probably uh, Koya. Uh -huh, Koya, right? He's trying, he's trying to Koya for you. <laughs> so the other guys, so you know, there are other, why can't you be like these other guys? Just tell him, why can't you be like Koya? So that the guy will know, you know, the guy will actually know what he's into. Why can't you be like Koya? He understands me, he does this. He, there was a time I called my partner, see, I love my relationship so much. I love this man so much. Guy, this is what I'm feeling for this guy. And this is what this guy is telling me. This guy is, literally came to take your place. He's telling me that he's, he will be friends with me. It will ensure that it keeps the bond between us going until I break up with you. I told him, I told him, and I even told him the guy, because he knows the guy very well. I told him his intention. I told him what the guy is up to. I told him practically, I don't hide anything from him. And that is why we are still together. The same thing, he doesn't hide anything from me as well. He practically tells me everything, everything. And I love you like that. Because that is what relationship is all about. <laughs> 
So when you have a trending personality around you, it's, it is very risky. So it might be your reason for actually falling out of love with your partner because your partner don't, just doesn't know how to do anything anymore. If the guy does this, he doesn't know how to do it. When the guy is even trying, or when the baby is trying to just get better for you, you are not seeing it. Because the guy can never be enough for you again. You already, you already saw someone that is better than him. And then you are making the guy try to force himself to become who is not. Can you stop this game of comparison? Because it can never be Koya. And Koya can never be him. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. And Koya is probably still hiding some things too. Because he knows what he's aiming at. So when he starts to show you his true color, ha, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. But I believe you got the gist right. So the last one. Oh, I think I still have to. I still have to, to go, guys. I mean, guys, look at the values I'm giving for free. For free. I'm looking forward, you know, I'm looking forward to actually compiling this and, you know, making it... I don't know, but as time goes, I'm just trusting God. I'm trusting God. But really, seriously, this is a rich value that you are getting for free. And I thank God for the privilege to be able to serve you this way. I do not take it for granted at all. It is a privilege. Because sometimes when I open my mouth to speak, I'm like, where is this wisdom coming from? I could literally feel like God is speaking through me. And I do not take that for granted. It is because he's actually blessing me with this wisdom, this insight, so that I can serve you better. And I'm so happy about that. You know, I read something yesterday that about one to three ladies die every day out of social, out of uh, physical abuse from their boyfriend or their husband. I'm not going to die every day. One to three. Die every day. Die every day. And uh, about one of seven ladies suffer, you know, abuse from their partner daily why about one of one of four guys so, so suffers abuse from their partner daily and i'm like god this is why i'm here so you should not be in a relationship and be having a day that's why god has blessed relationship counselors and coaches with wisdom inside revelation so that they can guide you aright and that will lead me to the next point which is you probably do not have a coach that is why you're falling out of love. Because when you have someone that can guide you, that knows better than you, the person can literally tell you when you're missing it, the things you are doing wrong, and you know, we actually rewire your brain or reset your brain <laughs> to doing the right thing. Do you understand? So you're probably falling out of love because you do not have someone you speak to. I'm not talking about you telling everybody what goes on in your relationship, but you should have at least one or two people that you trust enough to lead you aright as far as your relationship is concerned. That you can tell them, this is what I'm feeling. What do you think about this? What can I do better with my, with my partner? I just want to love him. You just have those people in your life. Very, very, very important. It is very, very necessary. Very, very necessary. So you're probably falling out of love because you do not have a coach, you don't have a counselor, you don't have a mentor, you don't have a spiritual parent, you do not have a leader, you know, not, you do not have a covering over your relationship. Yeah, that might actually be the reason you're falling out of love. And the last but not the least is that you are falling out of love of your relationship or in your relationship because you have possibly or you have probably given up. Yeah, so you've given up on him, you've given up on her, you've given up on yourself, you've given up on your relationship. Yeah, you've given up on yourself because you feel like you can't do anything to help him anymore. That is not just about giving up on him, you've given up on yourself either. Because you feel like you are so helpless right now. Like you can't even help him anymore. You don't have any strength, you don't have any grace left to help him. So you've given up on yourself, you've given up on the guy, you've given up on your relationship. So you're possibly like... 
guy, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. Right? I can't do it. With you, right now, a lot of, enough of these headaches. I think I deserve better. I think this relationship thing is not just for me. I, I think men has come. Right? Women has come. So I just don't want to do I don't believe in love anymore. So I think we should just end it here. So you've probably given up. And then the moment you made, you, 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 you actually made that decision that, okay, you are not going to do this anymore. You just say that. You literally start hating the guy. So even when he's, when he's calling you, it's like his calls, are, his calls are literally annoying you. You know, you that when you see his calls, you know, you, you used to smile. Like, oh, more, the love of my life is calling, but right now I don't want him to call you anymore because you've decided in your mind that you are not going to do this relationship of thing anymore, right? So that might actually be the reason for you falling out of love with your partner. I believe you actually found this podcast very helpful today. And I believe uh, you found one or two thieves, thieves, or you or you could actually pinpoint one or two reasons why uh, it is as though you're falling out of love with your partner. Or probably, you know, a friend that that is the case between are or him and his or her partner you might actually want to forward this podcast to them and i tell you please help me rebroadcast on your status with your friends with your circles you never knew you know you never can tell who we actually be in need of this podcast right now a lot of people are going through a lot of things that they are not voicing out so you sharing it might actually be literally helping someone out of his or her relationship you know tragedy or despair please and please let us share this good news let us ensure it gets to reach a lot of people larger audience i mean just make sure that you do good to someone today by sharing this podcast with them it will really go a long way i mean and you sharing it you know will actually be a long way for me too as well you know, it's like you're still doing good for me and for others that will be listening to it. So thank you guys for always listening to me. I do not take it for granted. You are the best and I love you so much. So to like come your way again next week, Thursday, stay blessed and stay safe. I love you. And there is nothing you can do about it. Oh, bye.